guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda. And Ashley, and today we have two guests with us. We've been talking about this for a few weeks now. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Shingi, Ashley's boyfriend. I'm uh, Joelle, Brenda's boyfriend. So today we have our boyfriends on. We've been mentioning this for a few weeks, and we're going to ask them some questions because we want to get a guy's perspective on a few things and also talk about our history with them and stuff like that. So that's what we're doing today. Yes, so I guess we'll just start off with a quick introduction of each other. So, would you guys like to go first? <laughs> Why do we have to Ashley go first? Let's go first. We can go first. Okay. Um, introduce each other. Introduce. Hi. Ah, this is Hi, weird. Girlfriend. I guess Hi, just do a rundown. You? Do okay, a rundown okay. of like your history, how long you guys have been dating. Okay, so how did we meet? We met at a photo shoot initially. Mm-hmm. Initially, it was my photo shoot. But uh, Ashley sit in my DMs, you know? I, okay, okay, okay. I didn't legitimately slide into his DMs. We followed each other. Technically, we met on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We followed each other. And then um, I followed him first because he had really sick photography. Slid in my DMs. Okay, no. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> and then I think he like commented on one of my pictures. We should shoot sometime. So I was like, okay, I'll DM you. I'll DM you one day. That's what happened. You know that's what happened. Whoa. So I DM'd oh, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So Ashley... We always have two versions of this. Ashley hit me up and she's like, so you have really nice photography. Do you want to do... <laughs> no, oh, because you photo, said, because you commented and you said... photo for time something? For print, time, time for print. Time for print or something? Because like, you commented... <laughs> he commented on my post and said we should shoot, shoot sometime. So I took him up on the offer and I DM'd him because I wanted to shoot with him because his work was really is really good. And then we shot... What? What's the version that Anyways. you have? Anyways. I think Ashley just slid into Shingy's DM. I think that's what the story is. Yes, that's literally it. She slid in my DMs. So how long, how long have sweet. you guys been together? I asked you this the other day, and we don't we, really have an answer for it. We've been together for about a year. Okay. Yeah? I would say, yes. We're close to a year. So there's... Okay, guys. So there's, uh, yes, there's, a, reason, there's a reason for this... Uh, thing we've, happening yeah. here okay we've been in in <laughs> relations with each other <laughs> she for, like, want to say. for like three years but we broke up and got back together we don't first year yeah we broke up and got back together it's been like three years of us <clears throat> kind of like being together but in total i think it's been like i don't know like a year and a half if you like really count the days that we've been together yeah but technically it's been like as a restart i would say about a year yeah so long story short, I slid into his DMs and um, we became really close friends. And we'd go to the movies together. We went to the movies together, and I dressed like a lesbian because I wasn't interested, and I didn't want him to think I was interested. She'd walk to the car with her eyes down. Yeah, because I was very insecure, and I didn't want to make eye contact. I didn't even think you were insecure. I thought it was just because you're so shy. shy. No, it was my social anxiety kicking in and the insecurities of like, oh my God, people are staring at me when I walk to cars. It was a thing I really dealt with. And then you and my friend pointed it out and I was like, okay, I need to stop. Um, We became friends. We got really close and we got feelings for each other or he had feelings for me. And then um, he worked his magic and then I fell for him and then we got together. Patience Uh, is key is all I got to say about that. Mm -hmm. Patience is a virtue. Is what they say. It is. I don't have any though. I don't have patience either. Yeah. No, you do. No, I do, but I don't. I do for things that don't really matter, but for things that matter, I'm very impatient. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ashley and I, by the way. That said, hmm, in sync. 
So that's how we met. How did you guys meet? Time out here, because uh, that's a loaded question. Number one. <laughs> All right, so Which let's just, let's version just... do you want to hear okay, let, of how for, we met? First, 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 first. <laughs> Give us the full backstory, because he the doesn't know story. it either. All right, so it all started with a coffee date. <laughs> so it, is... it was going to be a coffee it date. Was... I can put it that way. Yeah, it, it was going to be one. No, it was actually going to be a rock climbing date, but it, yes. it, I guess it could have been both. Um, okay, go ahead. You can, you can tell the story. So do you want me to tell the story? <laughs> um, Which story am I telling? <laughs> tell the first version. Okay, I'll go with the first version. The first okay. version is that we met at a party, and we hit it off, and that was it. And then we went for a coffee date, and then we hit it off, and then it just went from there. But the real story... <laughs> yeah, like fact number one, I don't do parties. So yeah, that's... that's like, you would not have met me at a party. Uh, as a matter of fact, we met through Tinder. Um, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, shocker, right? We're in 20... For all those people who are listening, and I lied to you, um, yeah, that's the real story, so... So do you want me to tell the story, or do you want to tell the story to the people? No, you, you, this is, this is your show, so you... <laughs> oh, it's my show, Well, okay. you, it's your show for the day. It was uh, almost four years ago that, yeah. uh, that we met. But yes, we, we matched... On, on Tinder, um, <laughs> we talked for a while until we decided to um, Meet go up. on a date, right? It was supposed to be rock climbing, fun fact. It was, and here's the key thing, the, the word supposed because Brenda did not show up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so this is, this. <laughs> first of all, okay, so um, about the Tinder That's thing, funny. I'm just going to say it straight up, like to all those people who... Um, heard the first story at the party yeah that was all a lie only because like <laughs> judgmental people and also like i didn't know what to tell like family members but family members are probably listening to this and so now you guys know but um yeah i didn't show it's not because i didn't want to show up it's just that i was running extremely late and joan decides that he wants to be a punctual not even punctual he showed up like an hour before we were supposed to meet or 30 minutes before mm-hmm. we were supposed 30 to meet. 30 minutes early. Yeah, so. So I was already 30 minutes early and then I waited for almost an hour. And she but you was technically still on waited for half an hour, no? No. Because she was. No, it was. An hour. It was an hour and a half an that I waited. Half late? <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Savagery. Well, you know the me, savagery. Takes, you have to lie to me though. Like if something starts at 6, you have to tell me it starts at 5. So I know to get there like 5.36. Keep in mind this was our first date. Yeah, so now he knows that I'm not right. punctual. So I left. Yeah, I, I, I left. I was livid, obviously, oh, yeah, because um, I had been on Tinder for quite a while. Um, I had gone on many dates with Tinderoni. Tinderoni. <laughs> um, and some were okay, some were bad, some were horrible. And obviously, I just kind of added this one to the horrible Mm-mm. because we hit it off so well in text but then she never showed up so as i said i was early by 30 minutes i still waited for an hour after the time that we were supposed to meet and she kept saying she was on her way when she had told me we pretty much were neighbors fun fact yeah so i was wondering what would have taken her so long when she drives and i took ttc yeah, it was and, honestly yeah. it's a hot mess, and then I ended up telling him like, okay, let's, like, let me make it up to you. Like, I'm so sorry. It wasn't because I meant to not show up. It's just that I was running extremely late. Um, and then we ended up going to Yorkdale 
and watch we watched the movie so and then we did wait, dinner wait there because a lot of people are not from toronto what is yorkdale it's a mall it's okay. like a big mall but basically yeah we met up at the mall and then we had dinner and then movies and then that was it we hit it off and then we went on another date and another one and another one and here we are Almost four years later. I feel like you guys are downplaying that this is a huge reveal to the people in your <laughs> life. Like, they're probably listening like, what the fuck? Jessica yeah. thinks that they met. Sorry, Jessica. Another way. I, sorry, I, I thought... Nicole. Sorry, Chantel. <laughs> sorry, friends. my best friends. That's like you and I meeting on Tinder and Monica <laughs> thinking that we... Sorry, everybody <laughs> out there listening to this. But uh, yeah, that's the truth. That's the true story. That's very interesting. So that is why she always tells the story, by the way, and not me, because I would have gotten the Yeah, he always looks at me and says, what store are we going with? And I'm like, we're going with the one that we always go with. (laughs) I've known, I kind of known him from time. Like, A, we have like, like mutual friends, a lot of mutual friends, people that I know he knows of. We used to live on the same street, like. I lived in front of her pretty much for quite a while. Yeah, we lived on the same block. We just never met each other. So you guys decided to swipe each other last minute? Yeah. Like, you don't want me to swipe you. That's but so mind cool. you, like, I don't think I ever saw you. Like, I think mm. we might have crossed paths, but we never yeah. really met met. Oh, yeah. 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 interesting. We had wow, met the people so cool. that each other had met, but yeah. not met each other directly. Ah. Oh. Okay. So it's weird that you guys are mentioning that, you know, you could have met because mm-hmm. you're neighbors and you have mutual friends, blah, blah, blah. So... We've talked about soulmates. Yes. Do you believe in soulmates? And do you believe in soulmates? And I'm looking at the boyfriends. Mm. I'm not religious. I um, I wouldn't consider myself an atheist either. I would say I'm more of an agnostic type guy where, you know, there might be something out there, but because I haven't seen it, but is I soulmates really, really religious? It. No, it's more not spiritual. At all. But I haven't finished. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Beef on the mic. Beef beef on the mic. Beef on the mic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There was a long pause, so I thought that was it. Okay. So do the same thing. (laughs) Souls. I've never I've yet to see a soul. So is that something that I can truly believe in? No. So the word soulmate indicates that two souls are bound together by fate or something like that. Mm, So do I believe that there is the right person for you, the right set of parameters in terms of personality, in terms of looks? Absolutely. If you want to call that a soulmate, then yes, I do believe in soulmates. But if we're talking soulmates in terms of uh, predestined two souls within a body and they're meant to meet each other, then again, as I said, it's the same thing as my religion where because I've yet to see it, I can't see souls. I can't really say yes or no. So I'm curious before we get your opinion. Um, So what you're looking at for souls here, no? I'm looking at four people, four bodies. And what do you think is within the body? Cells. Cells. But what do you think makes up your mind and your ability to think and understand and speak and feel? Like we, you Electricity, don't... neurons, ah, cells. Okay. okay. He's a science mm. Okay. Um, mm. Evolution, DNA. So you, you don't think souls are a real thing? I don't know that souls are a real thing. Okay, fair. Okay. So I'm not going to say that I believe in them if I've never seen them. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Do you believe in soulmates? <sighs> This is a tough question. I feel like because I am sort of, I sort of believe in destiny, it kind of makes me sort of believe in soulmates because they kind of work like hand in hand. But um, I don't in terms of soulmates because I feel like being with somebody is sort of like a choice. And soulmates, I feel like it's something, it's like like energy that will 
draw you together no matter what. That's what my understanding of a soulmate is, unless there's like more understandings to soulmates. But no, nah, I don't believe in that. I didn't know that. No. Wow. I, I accept I accept your point of view mm-hmm. or your views. I accept them. That's why I don't have an opinion because I don't know as well if a soulmate exists. So who am I to sort of judge you? What about twin flames and like... Um, no, I don't believe in stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Friendship soulmates? No, because I've lost so many friends and friends could outgrow each other. But you can outgrow that. people and they can still be your soulmate. Like the girl that I reconnected with. Like that could that I believe to be a friendship soulmate of mine, but we're not friends anymore. Cause soulmates a lot deeper than like you're meant to be together. You could not end up with your soulmate. Yeah, but like I wouldn't want to call somebody a soulmate if I don't plan on being with them forever. Mm, okay. So I feel like it's just something that needs to be like a forever thing, or we are like I I, I guess I sort of understand what you're saying as well, but I feel like for somebody to have that hierarchy in my life. They have to be like with me forever. Yeah, if we're speaking in broad terms, right? Is Brenda yeah. my soulmate? Yes, because I love her very much, and yeah. I could see myself spending the rest of my life with her. But if we're getting philosophical oh, and deep, so uh, <laughs> soulmates indicate there is a soul and that there's fate. And because I don't believe in those things, I can't say that mm. yeah. I believe in what most people say is a soulmate, right? So. I'm on the same lines too. I've already told you. Like, mm-hmm. I believe we become soulmates. I don't think you have a soulmate. Mm-hmm. It's something that, you know, it evolves and it mm-hmm. becomes your soulmate. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that uh, last part as well. Only the last part. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, since we're kind of like on the spiritual terms or conversation, shall I say, what are your thoughts about like your zodiac sign and how do you think that helps with relationships? What so this is, this is the thing. I, I actually believe in the zodiac stuff like okay. quite a bit because there's just too much information that is sort of like, I know it's, it's broad to a lot of people, but like there's just too much information that is given that is too specific about certain situations that like I have to believe. But funny enough, my girlfriend and I are not 100% compatible. He's a Virgo and I'm an Aquarius. It's the sun signs, right? The sun, yeah, signs, yeah, the sun signs are signs. incompatible. So it's just it's just very interesting how like... I believe in it, but, like, I also know it doesn't really determine how, like, outcomes are Mm -hmm. in relationships. So do you feel like our zodiac signs play a role in, like, us getting along or us when we're arguing or whatever? No, I don't think so because I feel like they're just a guideline to sort of give you an idea of what you could possibly be. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you should, if you have that information, you should bring it to the forefront and try to identify it sort of like self-awareness for example i'm a deep thinker so like i'll be like oh i'm probably thinking too much if i'm in a situation that i can't get out of so i feel like it just brings things to light and you it's your responsibility to sort of work on those things or enhance those abilities but how does that how do you tie that to astrology though astrology yeah i mean with everything really with our relationship it's definitely a huge factor mm-hmm. in like a lot of your behaviors it, it makes me have a clearer understanding of you okay yeah this is not accurate information is to give you an idea mm-hmm. and a guideline it's interesting because you and Joao both deal with aquarius so 
I wonder yeah. if you guys have similar similar like things that piss you off or make you happy or if you were to hit like hear Brenda and I talk for like a long time if you would see a lot of similarities in our personalities because we are pretty similar we are we're yeah. I think we're very similar we're our lifestyles just different yeah yeah we have very different interests but personality we can be pretty similar yeah. or like thought processes I, w- I should say yeah yeah and and, and last thing I what what I probably did not clarify is that because it's a guideline, it leaves room for evolving. So some signs might have evolved from all their problems, which Shingy calls a guideline. I guess I would rephrase it to more of a blueprint. Mm-hmm. When Perfect. it comes to Zodiac, I'm more factual than I am spiritual. I'm a Gemini, by the way. Brenda is an Aquarius. I actually don't know what the compatibility is between those signs. I'm not I'll search it up. Compatible. Oh. Well, there you go. Very, very compatible because you guys are both air signs, so you have a deep understanding of each other and a lot of similarities. So, I do agree on some of the characteristics that are determined for a Gemini. I oftentimes, maybe I'll be getting a bit too deep here, but as a Gemini, you often find yourself to be two people in one or more people in one, where you're kind of wearing masks for given situations. Yeah. That probably comes from my childhood, but it also comes from my blueprint of always having to be adaptable to situations. Does that mean the stars dictated that or, or the moon or, or an element? Again, I'm not completely sure of that, but I do believe in blueprints because we see it everywhere. I mean, personally, I think it helps to identify the personality without knowing the person. So you kind of kind of like what you said it's like a blueprint of knowing the person so it's like a background of the person without physically talking to them first like again i feel like as a leo as a virgo as a libra like there's certain characteristics that no matter who you are you kind of have those characteristics no yeah yeah yeah, 100 percent. it's just the way you you grow and the people that you're surrounded with that will make two completely different people right i'm pretty sure there are gemini out there that are criminals that are not imprisoned and i'm not in prison does that make me a criminal yeah, and also there's people who are into astrology that um, view like the personality as like a whole chart. Mm-hmm. So they won't just look at your sun sign as Aquarius. They'll look at your moon sign and your ascendant and your Venus and everything to do with it. And that also all makes up your personality. I think it's a mixture of that. And it's a mixture of like obviously your exterior environment and how you're raised and what neighborhood you're in and all of those things too. It's like, it's so much. There's so much that goes into one person's personality. Yeah, in case it's not clear, by my name, I wasn't necessarily born in Canada. I am an immigrant from Portugal. Well, yeah, I'm an immigrant too. <laughs> hey, I'm an, I'm an immigrant. So the way I was raised, obviously, coming from a very small town is very different from someone who was born in the city. So even that has factors that come into play into what shapes you to be from a personality standpoint. Okay, that was well said. Um, now we want to get into some messy questions. <laughs> so we want to know your favorite and least favorite qualities about Brenda and I. So why don't you go? Your favorite quality about me and your least favorite. One of them is, for me, I'm a, before I go and um, explain, again, keep in mind that my views on relationships are that, for one, one of the most important thing is that people choose to be together and I feel like love is something that you learn and you kind of 
learn to love somebody and learn to do a lot of things with somebody. So one of the biggest things that I love about Ash is that she cooks. And oh, she cooks yeah. really fucking well. She does. Like we're not talking like we're not talking like she cooks. Like she cooks well. Mm-hmm. Like really, really well. So like that's huge because again, I'm African and my background and my views and stuff. And the second thing, this is another really, really big thing. Um you can only pick one. She Huh? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. <laughs> she also takes really good care of herself. Like that is huge because for me the way i see it it, it's a reflection of me as well and that's really 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 important to me because you know like you have to be able to shower man like (laughs) (laughs) shower get clean like what about me as a person not just like yeah i wish that's what she's bringing to the table like her personality what do you what about about me as a person as a person well, yeah. she's very caring. I feel like it's, it's it becomes a very like simple question because everybody. I feel like everybody would say the same thing when you're with somebody. Like you should. There's a standard of being with somebody. So like yeah. you know what I mean. I feel like it's just human nature to be a caring and a loving person. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that are not caring out there. Okay. Well, she's very caring. <laughs> she's very loving. Uh, <laughs> she's very caring very loving and very creative and that's one of the biggest things creativity is used to me as well so there you go what's your favorite draw mine's gonna be very simple uh brenda's very selfless yes I mm. am. she um for better or worse obviously this can be a quality but it can also be something that's bad she will t- she will really take care of others she will put others before herself at all times if there is somebody in need, if someone is hungry, she will make sure that they're okay, they're well fed, before she is okay and well fed. That's so, I mm. cry. <laughs> it is a quality for sure, but I like to keep an eye on it because, just from personal experience, people take advantage of you mm. if you're too caring, <clears throat> too nice, and too selfless. And I've come to learn this the wrong way, over you know. The many years that I've been in Canada, especially, which is most of my teenage years, most of my adult life, being too nice and being too caring can be a bad thing. That being said, Brenda is nice and caring to me, (laughs) so I'll put that as a good thing, obviously. She's also very, very caring of family and friends. She will Actually, too, very big on that. (laughs) Family and friends. She'll definitely prioritize others above herself that i believe that's a quality that i really admire in her um i kind of lost that quality unfortunately as i said over the years just because of things that i've been through in my life i feel like i i used to be more caring than i am now maybe brenda can bring up the good and the bad in me but maybe that'll be either good or bad i don't know i love that about her and she inspires me every day to be better All right, so now, um, I guess, what is the worst quality? I'll go first on the worst one since uh, I just gave you a pretty good one, I would say. You should have started with the worst (laughs) and then the best. The worst one with Brenda is she sleeps too much. (laughs) That girl can sleep. (laughs) Is that a quality, though? It's not a quality. 
I feel bad saying this, but it's really hard watching a series or a movie with Brenda. Yo, tell me how yesterday we tried watching Your Honor, and like we literally tried to watch the whole series, so the six episodes, and the last one, I was just like, all right, I'm falling asleep. You can sleep. I never met someone that sleeps the way that you do. Yeah, I can sleep anywhere, anytime, any place, anywhere. When it comes to that, I'm the exact opposite, where I value my awake time. I find sleeping a waste of time. Mm -hmm, Me too. So I'll only sleep the necessary hours to be functional. But Brenda, I would say it's kind of like a hobby for her. She'll yeah, take naps. Yeah. <laughs> She'll take naps for fun. Like <laughs> She'll be like, take sleeping. a nap with me. <laughs> I know. Even when I tell him, how about like if we take a nap together? He's like, no. I was like, all right, well then. Yeah, she, she really enjoys her sleep. She reminds me of like a cat. Yeah. She, she can sleep yeah. anywhere, anytime. Yeah. She'll be talking to me, and then she has her eyes closed, and I'm like, hello? (laughs) Hello? That's how he is in our relationship. He sleeps, he doesn't sleep as much as Brenda, but like, you fall asleep really easily. We'll be talking, you'll fall asleep. We'll be watching something, and your eyes are closed. Like, it is, it is definitely annoying. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, but. So that's my bad thing. What about you, Shingy? What's the, uh. She just took a deep breath, by the way, guys. (laughs) I just lost it right when you asked me. Why did you have to ask me? I swear to you. I swear to you. (laughs) I literally just lost it. Oh, I found it. I found it. There you go. So, okay. So, this is the worst. I think, oh, this is the worst thing I don't like. Ashley can be hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Like, really, like, a big hypocrite. But I'll leave it like that. That's it? That's it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you feel bad. Ashley nodded, so maybe you can go. I am. I am a hypocrite. It's something that I'm working on. Um, I think I'm a little, a little better than I used to be. I'm more mindful of it, like more aware. But I'm still like, I catch myself. I'm like, fuck. Like I don't even know why I'm like that. I'm just such a hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, I think don't comfort her head, okay? I think don't comfort her. Only I can comfort her. I think it depends on the person situation because honestly i don't think i've experienced it yet like between whenever like it's you me jessica stephanie like you guys can go at it a lot but like Mm -hmm. hypocrite wise like i don't i don't know maybe i just haven't seen it yet but i think that um shingy stephanie and monica get it the most out of me like if you were to ask stephanie and monica as well is actually a hypocrite they would say yes but if you were to ask some of my other friends they don't experience it i think the more time you spend with me the more you see it but i guess we don't like hang out when we're living together we're not always hanging out yeah so you probably i don't know i don't know when you'll see it if you haven't by now and it's usually I'll a problem you. and you guys haven't had problems right yeah. so like yeah, really maybe it might yeah. come later or whatever but you guys don't really have problems yeah so what's the worst thing about the guys oh shit was that is that a question <laughs> I, mean, I thought you, you guys were supposed to share, questions. yeah, like, say the so good things the, and the bad things, too. What's, what are the, exact? I, I'm even asking that you guys start with the bad so we can get over with it and then yeah, go to the good. Yeah, we probably should have. Um, Brenda, but, you go first. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I wouldn't, okay, I don't want to say this in a harsh way, but, like, I think the only, like, thing that is a little bit difficult is, like, you're a very routine guy. Like, you're very, like, like five o'clock i know you're walking snow like 4 30 you're done work like snow is my dog by the way yeah his dog and like it's not a bad thing but then it, it's also sometimes a little difficult when it comes to like 
wanting to do something spontaneous like it has to be planned like we can't just be like okay you know it's four o'clock like let's just go for a walk like we'd we'd probably have to plan it the day before so like a he can tell like his mom okay like we're not gonna have dinner together or something you know what I mean like he's very like he's very routine so it's hard to kind of step out of the comfort zone okay have you ever told him that yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, okay. I know myself. Okay. I've I always told he's a very book person. Like yeah. he's not the type to like if the rule is okay, you have to eat at five o'clock and then shower because like it's gonna fuck up your stomach. Like he'll go with that rule. Mm. Like he's not. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. I have a, a a tattoo of a clock. On oh my, my god. <laughs> because I know myself. I yeah. that that's just my upbringing. Again, it came from being a child of having to have everything done before you get to whatever right mm-hmm. so i'm very routine in a sense that i need to get this done this done this done this done this done and then it's fun time okay yeah actually mine um mine's pretty simple i just don't like that you're always late <laughs> oh wow mr punctual mr yeah Pete. i it's it drives me crazy um <laughs> you'd think i'd be opposites. used to it by now but i'm not so you should you're salvadorian like we always be running and late. black and black so yeah. it's like I'm, but my family's very, very punctual. My yeah, mom yeah. is a little bit of a mess with that sometimes, but um, I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me if it's not much, um, if it's not too, too late, but if it's like four hours, then I, that, I do get upset. She gets upset. Yeah, <laughs> I get upset. She gets upset. But that's kind of like Javon, too. Like, whenever I'm late, he's just like, I thought it was for two, and I'm like, yeah, but it's 2.30, it's fine. <laughs> I think after two hours is when I start to get annoyed, and then after four hours is when I get like, okay. <laughs> I start getting calls Yeah. Ten, 15 minutes, 10 minutes after. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore? Not anymore. So what are the good things about the guys? All right, so good thing or like one of the best qualities i would say that you're very loving and caring because um whenever like i guess this is kind of like what shiggy said like usually when you're with someone you would hope that they're loving or caring but like i've been with people who aren't as caring as joan like he's the type like if i'm thirsty he'll be like okay i'll go get you water or it's mm. cold or, like it's hot okay let me go open the window for you like he's very like i'll go do this i'll go do that for you mm. so i think that's my favorite quality Okay. Mine is that I think how selfless you are. Like I know Joao said that about Brenda, but um, you care so much about everyone around you too. Like you really, really, whether it's your friends, especially your friends, um, your mom, like everyone, you just like, you don't think twice about helping someone or being there for someone. And because like I haven't been like that my whole life, I I always look at it and I find it like very um, admirable. And obviously it affects me too because you are like that with me as well. So it's one thing that I love because it makes me want to be that way too. And then also because like obviously it's it's good for me because you care about me and you're selfless with me as well. And like, yeah. Why, thank you, darling. Thank you, mama. <laughs> I call her mama, guys, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> I call her mama. That's my mama. Why, mm-hmm. thank you, mama. I guess the boyfriend's... Tell us something about your significant other, so Brenda and Ashley, that people don't know about us. Ashley is not normally paranoid. She's not like a normal paranoid. This is something you don't know, Brenda. She's like excessively paranoid. Like we're talking that if you're not here, she'll come lock every single door and make sure that it's locked. Like literally wake up and be like, is this locked? Double check. That was before when she was living alone as well. Um, 
And even like, let's say, for example, my car is locked, like not well, not locked. I leave my car and it's in visual sight, like literally across there. You have to lock it. Like literally, I have to lock it. Even if I can see it, I have to lock it. Her paranoia is huge. I think everyone's out to get me. Like I think that everyone's trying to rob me, rape me, kill me, break into where I live, steal my things. Like I can't get up and not look on my seat because I think that someone's going to take something. Like I'm par- I always think there's someone. Whenever you're not here, Brenda, I think someone's going to kill me. Honestly, like, when it comes to that too, though, like I'm paranoid too. Like, no, I'm, no, no, I'm on a deep. No, level. no, 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 no. Like, I'm, it's she's excessive. not normal. She's I'm not normal. Like, I'm she's not normal. Like therapist type shit. Trust like, me, she needs. I, she needs yeah, I think I'm pretty it's bad too. Bad. But no, okay. trust me, Brenda. If you were you, inside my head, no, no, you'd be no, like, no, this girl no, has no. Issues. You, you do not know. Trust me, yeah. she's. Like, I go like this everywhere I am excessive. because I think someone's gonna drive me. Paranoia, yeah. like excessive paranoia. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Bad. I mean, I don't think that's like I will, bad. I will literally. Well, so one of the things is that like I have to make sure I call every single time when I get. Oh, I have a panic attack if he oh, forgets to call me. Like if if he leaves here at nine and he forgets to call or text me and it's like one a.m. I start panicking. I think he's dying. I start looking up Jeep Wrangler accident Brampton, like thinking he's dying. Like I, I, because I'm literally. like, why aren't I hearing from him? And then he'll call me at like two a.m. and I'm like. I can't sleep. I'm hyperventilating. Like, I think he's dead. That's, yeah. that's like, it's that's bad. That's Hispanic mom in you. No, my mom's like that too. She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what about you? I wouldn't say it's paranoia, but my thing, and maybe this goes back to the zodiac signs, um, Brenda, people may think Brenda looks scary from the outside, I would say. Like, she's very serious or that she is very tough. But she's actually pretty scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> things. Uh, I agree with that, by the way. Whether it be noises, whether it be something that's out of place, she'll feel scared. And yeah. she'll make you feel scared as well. That's the level of fear <laughs> that she has, that she'll Maybe make you feel scared. Because I'm like that too, but also, like, I've... It came from my past. Like, remember when I lived down in, like, Davenport area? And, mm-hmm. like, my house got robbed. So, like, ever since then, I've just always been super paranoid of, like, noises in the house or it being too quiet like i remember the first night i stayed here by myself when we moved into the apartment i was like oh my i i texted you and i was like oh my god like should i keep my door closed do i like sleep with the light on like it was yeah it was i get paranoid too like i get scared of everything but not to the intense like my drink like i could leave my drink unattended like if i die because i'm drugged i'd rather that than someone coming into my house with a knife you're not paranoid you're you just get scared very easily yeah like i had a situation in my building where cops came in to break a fight in like not even a, a neighboring apartment or anything like that. It was pretty far from me. And she was scared for me. <laughs> she said, I feel scared for you right now. Aren't yeah. you scared? And I said, no, the doors are locked. Cops are here. So there's nothing to be scared of. But but that's the thing even with Ashley. Ashley has not had anything bad happen to her. With you, you got robbed. My aunt got robbed and my cousins got but robbed. But you weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> later yeah. and they had bars on their window i was traumatized i wasn't there but i was yeah. what no you were there because even that what? one time remember what? When, like okay so now we're asking you guys questions so this is like your time in the hot seat because we're not really going to answer these okay yeah you can't ask us yeah like, you can't we've, ask we've already had questions. episodes about these questions. exactly they already know our opinions about this so we're going to ask you some questions that i guess girls want to know like how a guy views it feels about it or whatever yeah Yeah, we want to get inside your brain as men so first question 
Okay, so Joao, what is your biggest turnoff in a girl? So we're talking before Brenda, dating, and like first impressions. What turns you off? Uh, this uh, podcast being with a majority female audience, I feel like this might offend some people. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but personally, my biggest turnoff is uh, people with too much plastic surgery stuff. If that makes sense, like fillers, mm. the big lips, um, the one. Botox, very uh, good one. I, the big butts, the big boobs. Personally, <laughs> I'm more the type of guy that likes more of a natural look, mm-hmm. not too much makeup, not plastics. I'm looking at like Kardashians, for example. That to me is a little too much. You know, that's probably my biggest turnoff. I would say. Um, just out of curiosity, would like heavy makeup um, extensions in your hair and stuff like that, does that fall into it too? Or is it more just like body modifications? It's when it's too excessive. Mm, so anything like I- excessively yeah, makes yeah. sense. Because again, I'm not a girl, so I'm not really sure what goes through the mind of a person that does go through all those changes. Mm-hmm. But it looks too noticeable yeah. oftentimes. Right? Like, I'll be riding the subway. I'll be walking down the street. Obviously, not right now because of COVID, right? <laughs> Stay at home, people. Stay at home and save lives. Um, I'm literally at home, working from home and everything. So just trust me on that. Stay home. Um, but yeah, the fillers and everything is just so noticeable. Mm-hmm. To me, it just looks ugly, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, I know the majority of folks listening to this might be uh, girls. But I think we're, we're our target is more. Yeah, and even then, like, any girl, if they made that decision to do it, it's because yeah. they want it. Like, they, I don't yeah. think they should be offended by what anybody else says because, like, you did it for it's you. your body. Yeah. Do what you want. If you look good, you look good. That's all that matters. Yeah, I guess just for me, it's not for me, but it might be for others. Yeah, yeah. which is fair. So, and a lot of guys are actually, some, a, lo- a lot of guys, especially the North American ones, are really into it. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're very into it. Back home guys, I just come to realize they feel the same way about that. Yeah. Maybe it's because our cultures come from where all of that is not accessible yeah, to the exactly. people. Probably. So it's like... Yeah. We come from overseas. So, yeah. You know. So we don't really yeah. see plastic surgery that much or yeah. like injections. But um, I am guess I'm next, right? Yes. I bet. <laughs> um, for me, um, when a girl is heavily insecure, like evidently insecure, like to me, that is like the biggest turnoff. Because like... I'm a guy that, like, I have so much pride in myself, and I need my woman to have pride in herself as well because it kind of complements each other and, like, everything, really. So, like, when a girl's, like, way too, like, insecure, it's just so weird. And because I'm a photographer as well, right? So, like, I've come to meet people that are okay with certain things with photography and not okay with certain things with photography. So, like, yeah. What do you mean by that one? Like it, like some, like I've had a girl that was like, oh, like, um, this girl, um, like, I don't know, like just basic insecure stuff. Like when they don't want to like meet to shoot with somebody or in a certain way. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say she shows a bit of skin. So it might be like, oh, why are you doing this? Like, it's like, wait, I'm a photographer. What are you talking about? Like, and do keep in mind, guys, I, that's not my aesthetic. 
shooting half-naked girls. I'm a real photographer. I shoot portraits and fashion. But there is an artistic side to showcasing nudity, mm-hmm. and there is a difference between artistic, tasteful, yes, tasteful artistic. artistic nudity and just you are just being a creep mm-hmm. and just being extra weird. So, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So what is your biggest turn on in a relationship? So, like, things you like or things that you, yeah, things that you like in a relationship. Communication, I would say, is the biggest uh, turn on because it means it is a relationship. Uh, I oftentimes hear of people that don't talk to one another when they Mm -hmm. have issues, Um, people that are scared to say something because they think they might offend the other partner. I think... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I just hit a note there. To me, that turns me on because that is a real relationship. There's Mm -hmm. a real connection in which... Um, you completely trust your other fellow human being. So, fellow human being. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest turn on. Yeah, Maybe good something. communication. So, strong communication. What about you, Shane? Oh, for me, the this is like the biggest turn on for me. Like, there's nothing that, sur- that, that surpasses this. Somebody that is like really selfless. Like, that is so like, that's a huge turn on because... I'm that way, so it's like, just somebody that cares more than you do. Like we could both be uh, Mother Teresa, you know. Like both of us can be that, and both of us can be just extra caring. So like that is the biggest, biggest thing for me. What are your thoughts on gender roles? So obviously I know Ooh. his thoughts, but I'm pretty sure you guys have different opinions <laughs> about like. Um, and when I say gender roles, guys, I mean the roles that you're supposed to play in a relationship according to traditional standards. So like the woman cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids. The man brings home the money and does all the manly shit. And also, uh, can I clarify with that as well? It also means like roles. Like, so for example, having a role to be like, this is your role and this is not my role. Mm -hmm. So it's on par with that. So it doesn't have to be just standards, but I feel like the biggest thing with back home things that they were structured and i think that's the biggest thing having that structure as well so answer that so what do you like what are your thoughts of it is it very important to evaluate well i answer that okay cool (laughs) uh for me yes i value it because i feel like it makes things easier and it makes identifying problems easier so like if i am in charge of the garbage for example if the garbage is full then i have the problem but like if we put plan if we plan things and we give each other roles it's easier to identify so um i would say that i am old-fashioned in the sense that i believe in the old generals like i don't i still am customizing it because obviously times have changed um so i believe in it for the most for the, for i would say 75 percent well no i would say i would say 90 percent 90 percent is just for me, it's just, yeah, it's it's very important to have roles because it just makes everything very easy. And I feel like if you're with your partner, things shouldn't not be not okay to have roles because what's, what's wrong with it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I guess you guys could rebuttal that. <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, going back again to my upbringing, I- 
I was majorly uh, raised by a single mother. Um, I was raised by strong women in my family. And I was raised to believe that, you know, you should work as a team, not necessarily, you know, let the woman cook and clean while the guy, you know, fucks off on the couch. I'll cook if I get home first. You'll cook if you get home first. Mm -hmm. I'll walk the dog if I get home first. You'll walk the dog if you get home first. At the end of the day, I value time, as I said before. To me, it's just more efficient. And I think it's more of a caring gesture to be able to do things for each other. So if my partner is getting home late, I'm not going to wait until 9 p.m. for her to cook for me, obviously. Yeah. Um, so we are allowed to rebuttal, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, like, so I'm not even rebuttaling. That's that's where the 10% sort of comes in. Like what Joel says, time is very important, right? And that's where your partner sort of, if you have a good partner, they should be able to read it. You know what I mean? To be like, okay, like we are working as a team. And yeah, you're not capable of doing this right now, but what's the reason why? And then we sort of both agree, you know what? Like for one, whenever I come here, I don't let Ashley cook for me at times because I'm like, I would rather spend time with you than you cook, but she feels like she needs to at times. And I would have to like, no, 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 it's fine because we haven't spent enough time together. So in that instance, like what he said, it's, it's a matter of working together. And just to even talk about that and give another example is let's say uh, for example Ashley and I were creatives so Ashley might have the expectation that I'm gonna be like not might this is just again hypothetical it's a scenario this is not how she feels gotta clarify that let's just say if we're looking at the old traditional way it would be man provides everything and the woman stays at home and cooks and cooks and cleans that is like one way to see it. But I feel like there is also sort of like, if we're doing that, if both you and I are both creative and we're trying to be somewhere, why do we need to do that when we could both work together and be in that position? Or if I am in that position, if I'm a good person, I will take care of those things. But it's just having the open-mindedness, I feel, towards things are not really set in stone. I think in the sense we're kind of all on the same page in a sense. Because yes. it's not saying like, for example, if me and Joao are together and it's a Saturday, we're both off work, we're finishing watching a movie, he'll probably be with me in the kitchen while I'm cooking, but like I'll cook. Or like mm. if, um, you know, I'm doing chores, like I'll probably do the main things. Like laundry is one of my things that I absolutely, like it's mine. Um, so I'll do, but he might, you know, Windex the mirrors or help me out so that, you know, the time that, Kind of like what you said, instead of us, instead of me taking five hours to clean something on my own, why not have someone help me so that that five hours turns into two and a half hour job? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, obviously, if we're both home and the light bulb needs to get changed, I would assume Juan will, you know, take the initiative and be like, okay, let me let me do that for you. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, uh, the garbage needs to be taken out. I'll take it out for you. But it's not in a sense where it has to be you doing it. And that's where, Joan, I think your perspective comes where you're not waiting on the other person in order for the job to get done. Because mm -hmm. I think that's important, too, because, again, you never know, like, what if I die before Joan or Joan dies before me? Like, I think it's important to have independence and know how to do things, but it's not necessarily a must for you to do. Yeah. 
there is a sense that the man is always going to be the provider. The man is always the strongest. Therefore, the man has to protect the woman. And the woman is only there meant to feed the man so he can continue on his hunt type thing. I agree with the whole concept, by the way. <laughs> I, will, I will rebuttal. I'll, I'll let you finish. <laughs> so that being said, I, I prefer to challenge that just because of the times that we're in. We're seeing a lot of, we're in a lot of challenging times. I'm sure when this comes out, there are still news about COVID. There are still news about Trump. There are still news about Black Lives Matter uh, movement. I feel that our generation has to break the stereotypes of our past generations. And with that comes gender roles as a whole, I believe. I think that just sets us back as a species. Um, I think COVID as a whole, most likely, comes down to problem as a cultural species as well, where we can't work together. So if I ever have a kid, I don't know if I will. <laughs> I don't know if I won't. Probably not. Probably not. But if I did, I'd, I'd like to instill values of being caring towards others and not look at them as a man or a woman, a straight or a gay. I just want them to see them as people, human beings. Be nice to them so they can be nice to you back. Obviously, be able to defend yourself, <laughs> right? No one to defend yourself, but let's work together to fix the problems that are all across the world. I think generals are a problem that needs to be fixed. I feel like <clears throat> I agree to an extent. Uh, mostly disagree in the sense that I feel like it's also genetically. So men are genetically have bigger bone structure. And this is not to say with every single woman. Again, this is not to offend anybody, but genetically men have stronger bones, stronger um, thing naturally, aside from working out and being able to. And women are just more nurturing. And I feel like those are things we cannot neglect. Therefore, they sort of do play a role in how our society is to an extent. Again, uh, I don't I'm not saying women cannot work out and be protectors, but we're talking about actual facts, which is that men have a stronger bone structure. Therefore, I feel like you should take the initiative as a man to defend your woman. And sort of, let's say, this is my biggest example. If, um, if you hear downstairs that there is somebody down there, who are you going to say? Are you going to say, my woman, go, go check this out? Or are you going to take yourself up as a man and go check it out? Because, go on. Brenda would fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> I would. But, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I, I thought I thought Brenda was fearful though. <laughs> Anyways, um, but depending on the situation. But yeah, so I feel like there's certain certain things that men should take the initiative of. I feel like a lot of things. I'll I'll leave it for more for more talks. But just the genetics themselves should also sort of speak for themselves in the sense of what we're capable of doing. Like I cannot sit here and be like I will take care of my daughter better than my wife would and that's just a straight fact I, I just can never do that because it's not because I don't love my kid but a woman just brings certain qualities that a man just cannot bring 
and that ties again into the genetics. It doesn't mean I'm not I'm incapable and there's guys that are not capable of doing so, but it's just to have a more understanding of the structure of our culture right now and how it was before. Good answers, good answers. Thank you. <laughs> I have a follow-up question for yes. you. So what do you think, you're speaking genetics, like I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but they probably don't. Yeah. Um, genetically, what do you think is, is something the man should take responsibility for? For example, my girl would never carry the amount I would carry because I know I'm stronger than her or like I just and this is not to say I know I'm stronger than her but like again tying into genetics I feel like there's some sort of pride that is tied into there where knowing that you are sort of physically inclined more than the woman you should take more initiative to carry more and lift more and do more in terms of like for me my girl wouldn't hold bags but if i'm not able to she will so i'll carry most of the bags i'll do most of the carrying and that's where it kind of ties in right let's say when she was moving um i made sure i take care of a lot of that stuff because she could take care of sorting you know what i mean sorting the clothes because that's a little bit of a lighter job um, and again, it doesn't mean she's not capable of doing so, but I feel like we'll be more efficient in that way. I, I cannot fold clothes the way she does because she's very meticulous. She will, and it ties again, right, to to what I was saying, like a, a guy, Joel could even contest for this, guys are more like TV, couch, one plate that I will use and one fork and this will be great and this is not to say all the guys most guys are just very simple but a woman has a certain touch that when she comes she makes a place a home we make a place a shelter to live in it's a place to live in but a woman makes a place a home she'll get the curtains she'll get the pillows that are on your couch but me as a guy I don't care about a pillow but when it is provided to me, I will lay down on the pillow and not even know that I'm laying on the pillow or even know the significance of it. But it is significant. Does that answer it? Mm -hmm. So, guys, what do you guys think about girls doing OnlyFans or posting revealing content online? Because you know how now, like, we're all about social media. Like, that's just the thing. And what are your thoughts of it? Like, Yeah, I'm not against sex work. Would you be okay stories. with Brenda doing it? Is the yeah. question. <laughs> I would not. Okay, so I would not be okay. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's. Yeah, he's trying to not offend people. It's okay, dude. <laughs> I would so not say, be okay with it. Let's say Brenda got a sponsorship with Victoria's Secret, mm. and they sent her bras and panties to model on Instagram. Mm, good question. She paid for it. It's tasteful content, but at the end of the day, she is wearing bra and um, panties on the internet. I think I would leave the decision up to her. She's grown up enough. But would it? Would you be upset about it? Yeah. Is the question. Yeah. It's not about it, her. It doesn't about matter her. how I feel in this scenario. Yeah. No, it, ha it has. Feel? Play how the devil's. Play yeah. the devil's advocate. It's you, different you, from you like say, I support my girl with yeah. what she does. Yeah. But I don't agree with it. Or do you? Obviously, not I would not be happy. I mean, okay. would Brenda be happy if I had my dick out on Instagram? Obviously, well, we're not talking about, we're not talking we're about, talking about, about that. We're asking you, how <laughs> yeah. would you internally feel? Even yes, if, internally. If, like, if you were to journal about it and you knew nobody would see it, yes. how would you feel if mm -hmm. that was what Brenda would like Or like if I was a, a, a model of, of like Victoria's Secret? I would feel bad. I would feel sad. 
Would you be mad inside? I wouldn't like, be mad. Would you feel disrespected? I would not feel disrespected. I would just feel sad because it's something that others are seeing at this point. It's not just something that I'm seeing. But again, at the end of the day, it's her decision. And I would hope that she knows me well enough to know that there are boundaries to certain things. He'd be things. pissed. He'd be pissed. He wouldn't like it. Yes. <laughs> he wouldn't like it. I even say some jokes like, oh, how about if we do like a couple's only fans? Like, I, obviously we wouldn't do it, but I'm just saying. Because, you know, people do that stuff. They make it's a lot like, of money. It's like, no. I'm like, how about the foot fetishes? Just like foot pictures. No. I was like, okay. Moving along. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm on the same page. For me, I feel like my woman's body is sacred to me. All right. Take out the Savage X Fenty model. Off my vision board, right? <laughs> but I would do tasteful so, covered up one. <laughs> so, like... Like, to be honest, it's, it's, I, I just wouldn't like it, period. Like, I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat it because, again, my woman's body is sacred to me. And just like Joelle said, like, I would hope my woman knows that ahead of time. So, like, yeah, I'm not about revealing content at all. What about OnlyFans? Well, OnlyFans is, well, that's for, that's that's a given. Because like, it's more protected, though. Like, it's not for the world to see. It's more for, like, select, subscribers. select it's, subscribers. It's for, yeah, for me, for the world to see means somebody else other than me. What about OnlyFans feet? Same thing. Like, <laughs> really? Like, right, okay, the feet, too, right? Like, it's nothing. It's just okay, feet. well, well, the feet, I, I did answer out of, like, instant mm-hmm. um, thing. But, like, I, still, I feel like I wouldn't like it. If we're, if we're simpling it down yeah. i wouldn't like it period yeah i know we just started the account but. too but you know what it also comes back down to like when it comes to like the feet thing it comes back down to like do you want another man paying your woman like that's weird yeah that's fucking like weird. even if it's just feet or if it's just conversation the fact that another man is sending your girlfriend money is not a concept that i think a lot of men would agree with yeah and i think it is weird i obviously would never consider doing something like that but I don't know how men do it. Like, I don't know how men are in relationships with sex workers. I think there's nothing wrong with sex work at all. But it, I, I don't know if I could ever do that. I think I would. It would just. I would overthink too much. I don't know. But it's not about what I think. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's also like, like you said, it's it's, it's for some other people. Is for me personally, it's not. A lot of people might look at me and be like, "Oh, you're being insecure," or like. You're, you're just being judgmental. What's wrong with women being revealing? But personally, no, I'm not about it. I'm not about it. Like, my woman's body secret to me. That's it. As it should be, guys. As it should be. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> so, this is just like a rapid-fire question. We don't need to know stories or anything. Have you guys ever had a one-night stand? Yes. No. <laughs> That's funny. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to talk about it? No, no. What, okay. okay, one more question that's like that. What's the first thing you would do if you woke up as a female? Oh, my God. I'd masturbate. I would, first thing, I would fill my titties. Oh, my God. And, like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I wouldn't fill my titties. I would, like, get something to fill my titties and feel like how. Like a sex toy? Like a sex toy to just. Feel the nerve on the titty. It's, if it's not. It's not that if it's special. A turn you don't on. feel much. And like also the vagina. I'll just. I'll 100% <laughs> masturbate. One first instincts masturbation, because I want to know how it feels and like putting my fingers in there. And okay, stuff. okay. 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 <laughs> All right. How about you, Joel? I would just be shocked. I would call 911. 
Damn, you would have a little fun first? <laughs> no, I would be way too shocked, I think, to do anything. Really? What? Be, yeah, I would be way too shocked. I definitely try to pee if I was a boy, that's all I'm saying. I would have sex. I would... Yeah, it's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Okay, this is a random question. Um, why do guys always need so much space? Okay, so what Brenda means by that is, like, in relationships, so you can talk about your relationship right now, um, but why do guys need so much space from their girl? Whether they're talking to them, whether they're in a serious committed relationship, why do you feel like you kind of got to tune out your girl a lot of the times? Or like, you know, give, be like, okay, we're going to hang out Monday, Tuesday, but like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like mm. I'm going to be doing my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or like don't want to text, don't want to call type of yeah. thing. You should always be truthful to your partner, obviously, but I think you should also be yourself. At the end of the day, a relationship shouldn't be your whole life. Your life should be complemented by your relationship. Mm. So I have interests that Brenda does not give a fuck about. <laughs> so mm -hmm. in order for myself to be happy, I need to do things for myself. So does, it doesn't mean that I don't want to be with Brenda. I don't want to do things with mm. Brenda. But there are things that make me happy that don't make her happy. Mm -hmm. So in order for myself to be happy with her, I Amen. need to do things in my own time. Amen. <laughs> and that's what it that's what it comes down to. I 100% I agree. And also for me personally, I I like missing my girl. Right. Like I like I like wanting to be around her. But like when she's around me all the time, I don't feel that way. And I feel like it's something that is very, very important. Yep. And it derives from us being less emotional as well. But um, what do you mean by that? Most guys are not as emotional, like mm -hmm. to a woman's extent, right? True. When a woman wants more time, she genuinely wants more time. It's not because she's just thinks it's okay. She wants more time. Mm -hmm. So for me, I want to miss her. I don't want her to just be all the way there because if I don't miss her, I'll get annoyed. You know what I mean? I'll be annoyed around her or like, oh, I could have been doing this or I could have been doing that. And I don't think it derives from wanting to just have more time. It, I think it just derives from wanting my own space sometimes. But what about when you when you live together? When you live together, I think that's that's the problem with a lot of couples. They don't get a lot of time, so they don't work out. Like, they don't get their own time. It's very important. I feel like when you're in a relationship with somebody unless you're married that it's very necessary to spend more time apart because you grow as individuals and it brings like a meeting point but how do you miss someone if you live with them you're you hearing a lot of, uh, about divorces during covid times because couples are spending so much time together in the yes. same rooms in the same house exactly i think there's something to be said about Two separate people going their own separate ways and coming back to each other at the end of the day. Yes. So, um, obviously, I work in an office. Brenda works in a store. When we live together, we see each other in the morning. Mm -hmm. When we wake up, we would go to work. Mm -hmm. We'd have our life yes. with others. Yes. Come back together. Come exactly. back to yeah. each other to talk about our day. Yes. yes. When you're living with each other, you're going to the washroom together. You're cooking together. Yeah. You're sleeping on the same couch. There's nothing to talk about. There isn't. Because you're seeing the same things. Yeah, there is nothing. And it's very important that that is there. And you touched on a very big point, um, having things to talk about. I find that when I spend too much time with my partner, I have no things to talk about or, like, things to share. Not you necessarily. This is just a 
general question. So I, I think it's just a matter of, I just feel like for you to have a real healthy relationship, people need to be apart. Mm-hmm. For it to be healthy, I feel like seeing each other past a certain amount of time frequently through like a week is actually very hindering to your relationship. Yeah, it's true. very, very hindering. Yeah, a relationship is something that you need to work on as well, right? Yeah. I'm not saying relationship is work, but you have to put some effort into it. Exactly. And, and this, that means, you know, making sacrifices, yeah. uh, seeing each other frequently as well, I would say. Otherwise, it just becomes a long-distance relationship. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people can do long-distance. I personally couldn't. I think Brenda and I have talked about this many times before. It would be very difficult for us with the type of relationship we have and the type of, um, I think the word you guys say is a love language that yeah. we have with each other. We need to be together with each other mm. every few days. Very important say. too that you touched on the love, love signs. Keep going. <laughs> so I'm guessing both your love language is probably quality time, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Do you remember mine? I don't remember mine. Uh, I think you have quality time. Oh, it was quality time. And yours yeah. was words of affirmation. Yeah, for me, mine was words of affirmation. Um, okay, so... <laughs> so, you guys have to be brutally honest, okay? Mm-hmm. What is the worst thing you've ever done in your previous relationships? I was never in a real relationship, per se, like long term. Situationships count, too. Before, yeah, uh, I always would date girls for a couple weeks here and there. Mm-hmm. I find that when I was younger, this happened a lot. I would just get bored of the girl mm-hmm. and think I can do better. So I would move on to the next one and kind of think of girls as trophies. <laughs> How did you end those situationships? Did you just I grew ghost up. or did you? Oh, um, I would break up over text. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he never had like a real relationship until mm-hmm. me. Like it was literally like, okay, I'm dating you for a week. Next, next. That's I had a few, song. 100%. I had a few relationships, but never as long as, never over a year. I would say a couple months here and there. But Brenda for sure has been the longest relationship and will be forever and ever the longest relationship Aww. I'm in. Amen. <laughs> cute <laughs> what's the worst thing you've done uh i mean it's it's sort of on par like i would say i've i've um i have been in a situation where i did cheat but like it was a <gasps> situation that was yeah it was a situation that was sort of called for but not at the same time i don't stand by it but like if you know the whole situation you'd be like okay like uh, it makes sense but like are you willing to talk about it or no um well for one yeah i'm willing to talk about it for one the girl that i was dating at the time she cheated on me multiple times so i cheated one of the times but like my cheating was not really cheating it was talking to somebody else so actually this is a good question because i've always wanted to ask this to somebody so when you knew you were getting cheated on, why not end it at that point? It was my first relationship. I didn't I didn't know much yeah, about being in a relationship. Oh, okay. So like so how old were you? I was I was very much in love. She was the first girl I ever loved in my whole entire life. So um I was very oblivious. I gave chances and I was naive, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. I felt like love was like again, this is where my thoughts sort of come in that love being with somebody is a choice. So for her you know, you have a choice. You could either be with this person knowing that they're this bad or 
you cannot be with this person knowing that they're that bad. So that's where the whole choice thing comes in as well. So um, I just chose to be with her and neglect all the signs that I seen. And I was naive, but I didn't really realize how much it sort of damaged me at the same time. So I have two, I have two things I'm guilty for that are really bad. Do I know the other one? Oh yeah, you do. You know all of them. So one of the things that I did when I was tying into the whole, um, I ended up hurting myself in the process was that I got crazy insecurity. So one of the things that I did was that, um, I would go on my ex's like IG without her knowing and like snoop but like i would know she's not doing anything but because i was so insecure i would always like it would be like the slightest thing i would like want to know right after so like it really it really fucks you up so if you're listening to this if somebody shows you a sign that they're this bad and you cannot deal with it or you're not able to look past it you probably should pick a different partner so um well said well said yeah but the other thing which is more on par with what we're talking about um i was a fuck boy the biggest fuck boy of life <laughs> okay <laughs> now we've heard enough <laughs> okay. I wa- wasn't that it isn't that that no, you're on the third answer now oh, okay good <laughs> random question okay so who's your woman crush we don't count yeah celebrity woman crush Ooh. or like yeah celebrity woman crush. yeah, yeah. Celebrity influencer. My answer is going to be boring for me. For the longest time, it was Jennifer Lawrence. Just because she's very natural looking. She's very natural looking. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't have any of the, you know, crazy boobs or crazy butts or, you know, fillings. She's just a normal girl that could live next door. She is. So Mm. I find that attractive from someone of the caliber that she's at, I guess like a Hollywood star, where she still looks like a normal person that you'd see on the street. Mm-hmm. So that that's my woman crush. I and she's funny. Yeah, and that's Very too. funny. Who's yours? I think I know yours. Mine, I have Bella Hadid. Mm-hmm. A like, white woman. She's... Um, <laughs> she's, 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 pretty, she's pretty cool. Like, she's a model, for those that don't know. Um... But like she's she's cool outside and in. I hear a lot about how kind she is and like how she just always like very selfless and stuff. Interesting. Who's your man crush actually? You know mine. <laughs> you know mine. Oh, I know hers. Michael B. Michael B. Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. <laughs> the the every man's worst fucking nightmare, bro. What it's a man. okay. He's Michael scooped up B. now Jordan. by Lori Harvey. Yeah. What a tank. What a person. What a oh man. Oh my God, he's so manly. <laughs> now that's a man. A black Michael man. B. Jordan. <laughs> oh that's yes. A man. What a man. <laughs> oh my god. That's a man. Oh man. But, well, on that yeah. note. This what was your experience on Let's Get Real Life? Yeah. How did you guys feel? It was fun. Yeah. It was very fun. Uh, it was very natural. Hopefully, we didn't offend anybody <laughs> with uh, some of our answers. You know, just don't come screaming at me in DMs and stuff, please. <laughs> Um, for me, I liked it. I, I like, I like the Endor more because I felt like it was more towards like us as individuals and like our thoughts. So like, yeah, I really liked it. It was a really good like experience. 
first guest on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first we one. never had a guest. I don't know when we'll have our next one. The best <laughs> guest. Ooh. Yes, you guys were our best guests so far. Because we're the only ones. <laughs> and would they even tell us even if we weren't? No, no they wouldn't. <laughs> if anyone's curious, where can they find you online? Oh, yes. I guess you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, at names too hard for you. And if you guys want to go and play Overwatch, you can uh, go and play with him because he, Please plays, don't. he plays Overwatch all the time. <laughs> Please don't. Mm-mm. Well, for me, uh, com. So, Shingi, S-H-I-N-G-I-E. Shingi also has a podcast. And so a YouTube channel. And a YouTube channel. And photography. But I guess it's all but on ShopBuyShingi.com. everything is on ShopBuyShingi.com. Yeah. <laughs> Just go on his website, check him out, and then obviously you can find us as well. Our Instagram account is Let's Get Real the Podcast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash Let's Get Real Podcast. And again, guys, make sure to send us DMs with topics, ideas, questions, whatever you want to hear from us next. And a five-star review. Wait, we also have to say we're, we're taking a break. We've yes. mentioned it, but we are taking a break. So we're going to take minimum three weeks off to prepare for season three. So this is the last episode you're going to hear for a little bit. And when we do come back, we will have a couple of changes. So stay tuned for that. Yep. And yeah, with that being said, I guess we uh, that's it for today's episode. Is this is this the last nope. time? Is that is is that this is this the last time we're gonna be uh, featured on this uh, podcast Probably, yeah, here? Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm just whoa. kidding. I'm just kidding. Yes, Brenda, we'll what's your beef? We'll just we have to think of new questions. You gotta give the people what they want. So I lie, and they yeah, want let us. us. Know. Let us yeah. know if you want our boyfriends back on, and we'll come up with some new ideas. And <gasps> we should do a Actually, truth or dream. We could do that. That could Maybe be a YouTube. interesting. Yeah, YouTube. For yeah. YouTube. We'll figure it out, but we will be back in a few weeks. So stay tuned for that, and I guess we'll see you next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.